no telling what I'm feeling. Beyond, hey, hey, I'm beyond all that fuck shit. Hey. Mama, would you like to be my sunshine? Nigga, touch my game. We gon' turn this shit to Columbine. Ice on my neck. Cause I like that quote. What am I? Did you hear the guy? Did, no, was no, that recorded? I, did, I did not record I called that. you the guy Fanny of <laughs> podcasting on Guy's Grocery Games where he does the 3, 2, 1, but secretly, you don't know when to push your cart forward. God, you watch so much Food Network. I watch Unbelievable. Food. You know Guy Fanny has like five shows. Yeah, he has Network. a lot of shows. He has Guy's Ranch. You know what that is? What is that? It's just his house. And he invites people over to cook at his house. And it's 30 minutes of pure television. Jesus Christ. He's got a good life. I mean, he's courtside at every Warriors game. Is he actually? Yeah. he was. He's like their beacon of like light. So he's like the, the jack of the fucking Warriors? <laughs> I mean, when you put you it like Spike that. Spike Lee for the Knicks, Jack Nicholson and the, um, yeah, the and Lakers, and then Guy... Jesus Christ. It's perfect because they're like Silicon Valley billionaires everywhere that don't... I think Guy's been there since the since Baron one. Davis, Andres Beardron's era. But yeah, uh, it's the Good Enough Podcast. Hey, we're here to talk about sports. And we are here to talk about life. Cool. Um, how has life been? Uh, good. I'm here. Wasn't, Every day we're here is a good day. Yeah. Is it though? I was in Maryland earlier today. <laughs> Which part? Uh, Rockville, Maryland. That's where uh, OAR is from. I think I knew that, actually. That's like... I went to Clinton High School in Clinton, New York. <laughs> so you just had to immerse yourself with shitty white people music. It was like... I... That wasn't my choice. No. I, I had no it, way to avoid it. If I wanted OAR, French, You didn't pick OAR. OAR picked you. I was like... Ugh. And then the poker era came out. It was like yeah. there was no choice. Well, you had to either do... Um, Oh, Dave no. Matthews or OAR. I was staunchly OAR. against Dave. Anyone can say that. I was against Dave Matthews. I was like, all right. He sounds like he's singing with a potato in his mouth. Uh, okay. Not, I mean, not sure. his mouth, his throat or something. Like okay. He was singing around something, is what I'll say. And OAR was just like content I could semi-relate to. It's like, all right, this girl I like, damn. I also I also like girls. I I'm in. <laughs> Shit, I like girls. But um, how was Rockville? It was good. It was nice. I had, Assessment. I had food and I had a meeting and then I left. You one of those uh yeah one of those day trips type of things. I was I was there for a night. A quick night. How's the hotel? Uh, all right. I've stayed there a bunch now. Well, That's not this hotel. hotel. No, this the hotel we usually stay at was booked. The Ritz Carlton. No, we were usually stay at the Hilton something. Hills are nice. Yeah. Rockville's just filled with, like, office parks. It's just one big office park. Did you work at an office park in CT? Uh, no. They had an entire... So I used to... Fuck it. I used to work for Cigna. Oh. It doesn't really NDA's out. The NDA is out. All right. uh, Where that is their headquarters. And they have... I guess in tech... Yes, it was almost an office park, but the entire park was Cigna. Okay. There's like thousands of employees who work there. Okay. It wasn't like you were trapped in a nook somewhere oh. off the highway. Well, yeah. It was kind of like that. The oh. only difference was... I When I think of office parks, I think of like seven different companies all in yeah. one big building. And like This one... was just one big company in one gigantic building. Is that worse? Probably. Okay. If you That's ever depressing. want to feel like a number... <laughs> Fucking work for a gigantic company at their headquarters. We're like, oh, hello, number 39. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. 
I was not number 39. I was probably number, hello, number 5,433. <laughs> the expendables are after 1,000. Yeah. Anyone yeah. after 1,000 can die. It's like, I am here by fired. two weeks. They're like, who are you? I'm like, you're my manager. You should know who you're, I am. You're, like, production, also your salary, and the cost you are negligent. Yeah. You didn't matter. You were a blip in the radar. Oof. Yeah. And, like, I know that. That's depressing. We are off to a hot start. <laughs> um, thankfully, I never worked in the office park. Um, so one of the first few... Th- oh, on my end, just a quick catch-up on my end, I recently spent the weekend being a, a single dog father. How was that? Um, I don't want to be that guy that's just like, dog, dog, dog. But having a dog, man. It's you realize, like... It's that's... fulfilling, but it's also a responsibility. That thing needs you. Yeah. And, like... With great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Toby McGuire, aka Toby, Spider-Man. Myself and Spider-Man. Like, all right, what if Spider-Man never got into the crime fighting game? What if he just kept living his life? What I if he was dope at football? You just would have lived with his fucking aunt and uncle for a long time. Yeah. Well, Uncle Ben died. That's right. Ben died. But Ben died because he wanted to be Spider-Man. Yeah. What if he never? Yeah. So theoretically, if he just chilled, Ben would have been. Ben would alive. not have died. And he also would have just been like a, the best athlete on the planet. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, instead of, like, fighting crime in your shitty, like, studio apartment in New York City, why don't you be like, yeah, I'm just going to be the fucking sickest running back. Yeah, or whatever position you want to play, you'll be the best. Because you have super strength, speed, agility, and you don't have to, like, live in a queen studio apartment with your your aunt and uncle. Man, I'm... Now Bad choices. It, poking a lot of holes in Spider-Man. I'm poking a lot of holes in every superhero. At least right now. Batman made sense. He was like, No, he did not. Yeah, he did. He okay, was, he, he was a superhero. I get that part, but he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna. I'm my life sucks. I'm just gonna spend a shitload of money trying to be a superhero." <laughs> All right, that's a bad. That makes sense. <laughs> Fuck it. Everyone's just like Batman would have would have beat. Man, Th- Batman was awesome. No, Batman had a shitload of money. Batman would have beat Thanos. Yeah, if he had like six years in like. A lot of planning. The and third, what Dark Knight Rises, he's like, he has a knee brace that is like, his knee is now like superhuman. He broke his back yeah. and was somehow fixed by a rope. Yeah. And somehow ended up back in Gotham. A lot of weird shit happened. And shaved. Time. The shaving was my least favorite part. The, he had time to shave. I remember seeing Dark Knight Rises once and I was like, I liked it, but there are a lot of holes. Oh, I want to see this the second time. Because the first time you're like, bright eyed, bushy tailed, you're like, this is great. Second time I want to watch it, nitpick and just it. Fucking, there's a lot to nitpick on that. A lot. The Dark Knight is like Dark Knight's amazing. Great movie. It's hard to nitpick that. Yeah. Rise is a lot to nitpick. It's just like how Heinz Ward just didn't know the field was breaking right. behind he him. He was just fucking destroyed. Yeah, he was just like, oh wow, that was crazy. Like, I would be able to tell if the floor behind me was falling as I was running. I think I feel I like I feel like you'd be able to tell. I think most would. Huh? Something behind <laughs> me feels weird. Yeah, and he didn't turn around because Heinz Ward it was. At his best, was running like a four eight forty. Yeah, and I mean, at that point, he was like at the twilight of his career. So we're talking about shit. Kick returning. Hot. Why was he kick, kick returning? Why was he kick returning? That's, that was the issue to begin with, and then yeah, the back. I want to go back to the back breaking. Okay. I had a like I was on on a trip last week, and I was on the plane, and my back hurt. Not broken, thankfully. Just hurt. Just, just probably strained. Are you out of the well? I was, <laughs> I was disheveled. I couldn't like move for days. Batman got tossed into a well with like no sunlight, no food, no water, and a dude strung him up on a rope. Back was fine. Fine. Ready to get back in the action. Within days, I think it was like a couple days. 
was like 48 hours. He was good. There's there's a lot to poke and prod on Dark Knight Rises. Harvey Dent. Fucking uh. No, that was part. No, that was part that was two. No, 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 no. What? Who's Bane. the other? Sorry. Who was the second? Um. Well, there was Bane and. Then who was, was the second enemy? Yeah, it was the the girl. Uh oh. Um, Raza Ghul's daughter. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Anne Hathaway. Oh yeah, fucking cat. Oh my god. She was there. That was bad. I blanked her out. Yeah. She served no purpose. Robin, like Joseph Gordon. Joseph yeah, Gordon. well, he was never Robin, but he was Robin. He like been a show Robin, but there's Robin. God damn it! And then uh, what was the other? No, the the at Ra's al Ghul's daughter at the end. Some of the worst acting you could imagine. I pay attention about this to part. It. when he like stabbed her, like killed her at the end. Okay. She like, I feel like it was one of those scenes where like the actors were laughing, and she couldn't stop laughing. They were like, "We're just gonna take this clip. We're just gonna do this." She one. was like giggling when she was dying. That's and fair. Speaking of uh, going back and nitpicking movies. Uh, Black Panther on that flight I was talking about again so now you're nitpicking it an important movie for the culture still a, a, a top flight can I, movie can I be honest when I saw it with you guys I liked it I think it was a good movie but I definitely went out of that movie saying I've seen a shitload of Marvel movies and like it's just another Marvel movie it was another Marvel movie yeah but the thing I was nitpicking I liked everything else about it I liked the what its meaning was, how women played such a prominent role yeah. in every layer of it. And it hit every social it did. mark that you wanted Perfectly. Really. Perfectly. My issue... You got the much, shit kicked out of him. He got fucked up. Yeah? He, you've, you've seen Infinity War. I still haven't seen it. Okay. I'm just uh, saying, like, he... he well, it, it... I won't reveal anything. But anyways, in Black Panther, like, he sees his daddy twice. In, like, a three-day span. Because he sees his dad when he turns into the Black Panther officially when he becomes king. And his dad's like, all right, go on and reign. And then Killmonger kills him like three days later. Oh, yeah. He fucking kicks the Kicks shit the shit out of him. Tosses him over a fucking waterfall. Yeah. Beats him to death. And he sees his daddy again. And his dad's like, you were just here. You good? No, I got, I got my ass whooped. And my theory on it is like, you can't have this guy be that compelling of a hero if he keeps getting his ass whooped by he got kind of beat up by M'Baku in the beginning, too. Like, he won that, but it wasn't, like, a flawless victory. He was... Yeah, he's he's not impressing me so far. No, he's kind of getting his ass whooped. And you got to see Infinity War to, for the next step, but, uh... Well, can we talk about it? Because I, 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 you already told me. I know he dies in Infinity he War. He dies. So he sees his dad again, like, a month later, and his dad's like, Motherfucker. You just keep dying. Just stay here. All right. Who's his dad again? Uh, T'Chaka. Oh, is... Is he a famous actor? No. Well, not famous to me. Okay. Um, I'm thinking of... Isn't there a famous actor in... Forrest Whitaker? Forrest Whitaker. Who's Forrest Whitaker in that movie? Um, do you remember in the beginning of Black Panther when Sterling K. Brown... Like, Michael B. Jordan's dad had that friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was yeah. Forrest Whitaker in Got the cast. Um, but my main criticism is, was Michael B. Jordan a good actor in that movie? Everyone gave him all the credit. Was he a good actor? It was a lot of scowls and a lot of like, just talking shit. Who is this your king? Like a lot of like, I I'm running this now. I just did Michael B. Jordan's acting. I just did it twice. I just nailed it, and that wasn't hard. You sound like it almost is like Wesley Snipes in um, Blade. No, not Blade. In um, 
Not He Got Game. What's the movie about uh, oh, White Man Can't Jump? White, white Man Can't Jump. That's what you sound like right now. I'll take it. Is that weird? Is that weird for a white person to say that too? I mean, it was, pretty, that? it was pretty like deep cut, so I feel like you were confident with it. So I'm not mad. I feel like, I just feel very <laughs> confident just, with Wesley Snipes. If you pulled out like a very, you'd be like, oh, you sounded like uh, Kevin Hart, Jumanji. That would have been bad. That was a little deep cut. Do you think <laughs> we'll have to add this out later? No, no. Oh, all right. I think that's good because I haven't seen White Man Can't Jump in like 20 years. Is it weird that I really like that movie? It's a great movie. Yeah. Both both parties do a great job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, did Michael B. Jordan act well? Is Michael B. Jordan a good actor? I'm going to go, yeah. Like, good? Yeah. But is he as good as we say he is? Like, I mean, he, got, he got Jack for Creed. Everyone's he, like, he, he kills Wallace in The Wire. Where's Wallace? Strength? Where's Wallace? String? He's dead. Where the fuck is Wallace? He's dead. He got shot. He did. He got fucked up. Wallace. Hey, maybe choose a different path. Yeah. He wanted to. He wanted out. You can't blame Wallace for what happened to him. I mean, no. But, see the writing on the wall, kid. Like, know your role. Yeah. Know what can happen to you. Um, oh, yeah. But, uh, we didn't even get to this yet. Philadelphia. Let's talk about it. The I'm city ready. of I'm Philadelphia, ready. Sean. Can you tell me what's happening with A, in no particular order... Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl party at the White House and be uh, your Brian boy, Calangelo. your personal friend, Brian Colangelo. So let's go to Colangelo first because I fucking hate him. I hated him before. I think all Sixers fans hate Brian Colangelo. Oh, yeah. Um, that's fairly clear at this point. Um, this obviously just makes people hate him even more. He was clearly part of... I don't know what... It's bad. He had to do with the entire... Twitter random accounts thing, but he clearly had something to do with it. There was just too much private information that, that went only out. He knew. Exactly. So obviously it's now down between either him or his wife, and like now it's kind of getting sparsed out. So who was it? Was it him or was it his wife? Was it mainly his wife? Was it mainly him? I don't really care. Um, and my theory on this is there's sort of different fragments and pieces of NBA building. NBA is weird. In the sense of being a good GM, like almost comes in different parts and pieces, where you can be good at certain things and not good at other things, and that almost makes you not a good GM. And what I mean by that is, all right, so the team got built um, under the Hinky plan. You know, the draft picks, and that's kind of phase one, right? Yeah. The you know, you take every inch to make a mile type of argument. You're getting every little scrounge draft pick, second round pick that you can possibly get. That is part of being a GM, right? But then there's that next phase. And that next phase is being able to attract free agents, go to the Hamptons and try to get Kevin Durant. Like, it's almost a separate and that a separate part of being a GM. That's what makes Danny Ainge an Sales, awesome GM. Because he can do both pieces flawlessly. Yeah. That's what made What's-His-Face, and now I can't even think of his name, in Oklahoma City... Presty. Presty, thank you. Because he was clearly awesome at the first phase, and that second phase of keeping the team together and trying to kind of finagle how you already have awesome players dealing with that, he just couldn't handle it. Too big of a nerd. So my point in all of this kind of bullshit is they're clearly in the next phase, that second phase. All right, we need to get the free agent. We're attracting people. And it doesn't even matter if he is guilty or if he's not guilty. If the idea is that 30% of the free agents that you are attracting think you're guilty, that's too much. And this Fire. is a big free agent class. Exactly. So it doesn't, like, it, and I know it's, like, proven innocent, or innocent until proven guilty. 
in this case, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you're getting a meeting with LeBron and there's 6% of him that says, yeah, I think you fucking sent those fucking Twitter uh, messages. Tweets. That's what it is. You said Twitter messages. Twitter messages. messages. Wow. Grandma. Jesus. Jesus. Um, it doesn't really matter. Like, you're already guilty by association. So you just have to fire him. And they I think he did it. They don't want to fire him. I know. You and that's... that's I think they're going to end up firing him. Um, my concern is that they won't. There's some of that. But um, you have to. The quote was, specifically, if I can bring it up in time, um, it was by like NBC Sports Philly. It said, Sixers believe Brian Colangelo had no knowledge of Twitter accounts, source tells. Reporting. I think he's gone. That's and my honest then, opinion. Like, what was, what's his value other than being Jerry Colangelo's son? I guess that he <laughs> created a good Phoenix team, a good Toronto team. He's been okay. Um, I mean, obviously, the trade with the Celtics, you know, TBD, but so far it looks... Colossal it as looks, far as how bad it was. It looks bad. Um, for everything else that he did, I mean, JJ Reddick signing I thought was awesome. Mercenary but, contract. You know, would Sam Hinkie have done that? Probably. I, yeah. I don't see why Sam Hinkie wouldn't have done something like that. Do you want Hinkie back? Absolutely. <laughs> he works for the Denver Broncos right now. He does. Um, I didn't yes. Know that. Um, all Sixers fans are on Team Hinkie. This worked, is like... I did not know he worked for the Broncos. He's like a, a consultant. Yeah, yeah. He might not be an official employee of them, but he's like an advisor Helping. for them. Um, so yeah, I they should fire him. And again, I know it sounds mean, but I don't even care if he's innocent. They should still fire him. Oh, the fact that the perception. Yeah. It's perception. Like if uh, Kawhi Leonard... Is like in a fucking room and saying, "Hey, you got to pitch me." Yeah. And again, if there's a three percent chance that he's saying, "I think you're a piece of shit if because I, of this." Yeah. If there was, if you didn't do this, and they would have come to this team, like, and but now that you did this, and they won't come to this team, like that's the percentage of that right. is what causes this. And it, it's just this is what the Sixers are dealing with now. They are going to that next phase of team building, which is. Less of the actual X's and O's of being a GM and the sitting in this as good as possible. the rooms of the Hamptons and trying to pitch people on meeting like blue chip talent. Sounds like a horrible life. So, I mean, but it Hamptons shows. Home. I know it's ridiculous, but at the same time, it shows you that like team building in the NBA, it's different, right? There's the Pat Riley model, which is dump your rings on the table. Exactly, and then there is the Presti model. And, like, there's obviously some wiggle room in between, and then there's other teams, like, you know, the Milwaukee Bucks don't have the advantages that Pat Riley does in Miami, but at the same time, it shows that you need to basically be pretty good at both of them and weave them in. And if you're not good at one or the other and neither of them, then you're kind of fucked. And right now, the Sixers might have lost that thing that they need, which is to get blue chip talent in the door. And if they can't do that, that's a problem. What team are you more... Like, not worried about the team, but the situation are you more worried about currently? The Sixers situation or the Eagles situation? Not, like, obviously this doesn't affect them, the Eagles on a football field. Yeah, and I mean... But we, from a greater social standpoint, it's more affecting... I mean, the Eagles thing we can talk about really quickly. I mean, the way the Eagles have handled it post-Trump, and obviously we were talking about the them disinviting, or Trump disinviting them, 
They've been awesome. They've I been mean, great. the Eagles have, you know, you can say whatever shit that you want about the team because, you know, city of Philadelphia, everyone hates them. Champions. The team, people hate them. But um, they've found this weird way of kind of weaving in both of this, you know, progressive, like the Malcolm Jenkins, the Chris Longs, and then also, like, very conservative group of, like, the Earths, the Wentz. I mean, these are pretty religious, like... Yeah, yeah. And somehow they all get along. They have each other's back. I mean, Chris Long put a nice Twitter post of talking about, like, how Fox News put up this thing that was degrading towards Christian... Exactly. Degrading towards the Christian players on his team. And it's it's interesting seeing the Eagles. They've found a way where it's it's not this super, like, hand in the fist in the air of, like, you know, fuck the police type of message. But it's also not this super, like... Praise Jesus, like, it's kind of weaved them both in. It's, I'm loving it. I know. It, 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 it's, and it's because kind of both angles have, uh, you know, respected the other side. Yeah, yeah. It's, that, uh, it's nice a bunch to see. of guys that like each other. Exactly. And hear what they have to say. So when the Trump thing came out, it was, it was pretty clear that the players were going to have each other's backs, and that's exactly what happened. And that's exactly what happened with the city of Philadelphia because they – they don't give a fuck. They're, they're going to fight back. I mean, it's, it's one of the that, stronger cities that will defend itself. So this has been kind of awesome because you've seen people just being like, you know what? And, like, Trump, you know, in his Twitter message or whatever message was like, the you know, the fans of Philadelphia feel betrayed or whatever. And no one's no one is buying that for a fucking second. Zero Philadelphia. Yeah. I mean, you guys were riding go-karts up the rocky right. steps. Our like, boys are fucking Chris Long, Malcolm Jenkins. That's your team. Wentz. And the Zacherts of the world. And yeah. if they say, fuck Donald you Trump, ride with them. fuck Donald Trump. Fuck Donald Trump. <laughs> and we will move on. So, hey, this is a fine segue to Wyoming. Jackson Hole, Wyoming, to Kanye West. Oh, yeah. And his uh, album listening party for, quote unquote, Yay, his new album. That so, who's part of this album? Uh, or the, um, the, the Wyoming crew? Yeah. I think all the, quote unquote, influencers. Anyone who. Is involved in music, on like Vice. How, how worried are we about about Ye? I'm worried because is it over? Like, are we just like it's done? Life of Pablo was okay. I liked Life of Pablo. So we we were already talking about this before, but um, I liked Jesus. I hated Jesus. I felt like Jesus was like him in a bad place, which probably is true. And I mean, 808's The Heartbreaks is definitely him in a bad place, but that was a different bad place. Yeah, it's. 808 Heartbreak is interesting in the sense of... Uh, Change music. I don't love it, personally. I love, I love it over time. But I have this kind of theory on how you have to judge musicians, which is you need to listen to um, almost the next class and see who their idols are. So, for example, you know, I grew up liking Radiohead, right? And is, did Radiohead win a million Grammys or whatever? No. But there are a bunch of bands, 10, 15 years that came after Radiohead that are like, my biggest music influence is Radiohead. Um, And I think Kanye and 808 Heartbreak specifically kind of did that to a lot of rappers today. Where you hear Drake Drake. talk about Kanye, it's like, oh my god, I loved 808 Heartbreak. So it makes it seem like, wow, that album was actually fucking awesome. R.I.P. Drake. We can talk about that. He's in our our prayers. Um, I realize we're kind of getting in a weird spot, but Wyoming. Wyoming. That's, I mean, I didn't even know he was doing that until, like, I went on Twitter and was just like, oh, everyone on 
I follow on music Twitter is in Wyoming right now. Yeah. About to listen to Kanye play music at a ranch in Jackson Hole. Sounds kind of like, cool. It sounds dope. Sarah! Hey, it's Sarah. Should we pause our, it? Our favorite guest. Pause, and we're going to take a little break and cut. Bye. Move it to uh, Me Undies. Me Undies? No. <laughs> check, a check. So we don't really know what we were talking about before. We were moving to Me Undies. No, yeah. Sarah came into the door. Yeah, but what, were we, we, what were we talking about before then? You have no idea? No. Let's just move it again. So, uh, we Let's brought, continue with Sarah walking into the door and then. We finally convinced we my fiance. We reeled the biggest fish to the podcast yet. To join the pod and just like answer some questions. Like, Let's talk about hey, what's going on. What are you doing? Who How's are you? Life? We hear a lot about you. Yeah, like, You've been spoken about since episode one. What's your social security number? What's your blood bank sample. account number? Touch the, touch the microphone with a blood soap. <laughs> so they can feel it. Exactly. And things just like that. stuff. Was we'll your be beneficiary and your life insurance, like things like that. You. Am I? Yeah. Oh wow. Gotta kill you. I'm not his. No, my mother is. Yeah. Is that weird? Let's bring it up on the pod. Let's <laughs> go. Here to put my mom on. Don't talk about your mom, but say like another person other than your fiance is your beneficiary. Well, it'd be weird if it was someone else, like a friend. Me. Well, you can you can make it lead up to it. You could like. Yeah, oh, we should build this up. See, this is yeah. stuff that would have been perfect live. She's in marketing, I you thought, know what I mean? I thought this was live. This is we're live. We're not live? Well, of course we're live. Do you not think we're live? Oh, shit, this has been recorded the whole time. <laughs> <I'm fucking kidding. laughs> oh, my God. Who's po- first That's podcast, amazing. is it? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> so, I'm, welcome to the podcast. It's I'm nice nervous. to have you here. I'm nervous that she's on. We've said your name so many times, you know, just ignore us. She does. There's been times where she just sat. I thought them. you weren't supposed to say my name on the podcast. That went out the window. Rules, bro. Yeah, we we've been saying your name. Anonymous figure woman. <laughs> fiance. Yeah. Sean. Person that is a female that lives with me. And also, you're engaged too, but she's real. Yeah. Even though a lot of times she's not because she's not homeless. So back to the real question: Is it weird that you are not my beneficiary in my life insurance? Deep issues. I don't think so. Okay. Is it weird that? You are my benef- or I'm your beneficiary in your life insurance. Who should kill who? When it comes well, down if to if I die, my mom gets the money. So, so I'm, I'm not gonna murder yeah. her. So you should, you're incentivized to kill her. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should change this it. This is dope. <laughs> I think there's. Am I like this? Is is this podcast gonna be used in court one day? Got yeah. it. So. <laughs> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, but yeah, Sarah, let's uh, put you on. Put you on the spot. What do you want to talk about right now, Sarah? Yeah, we have we have some subjects that we, we want to talk about, but I want like I know you don't want to talk about sports, so we're gonna like, remove yeah, we're sports. moving to the life section. Life, life is big. We're everyone here is getting married, mm-hmm. and not point. all to each other. We could arrange that. We could yeah. arrange that. <laughs> two out of Although three people we, here. Although Ryan and I have talked about it, it would be better if we got married and you two got married. So we're supposedly not allowed to say our name. We can cancel that oh. out. Oops, She's sorry. fine. Yeah, that's fine. She won't listen. So, quick question. <laughs> Can you answer this question sorry, for Maria. me? Yeah. How have I done so far on planning this wedding? 110. You have one job. Well, you self-appointed job, budget police. And that's all you've got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at that. Yeah. And cor- I told him I wanted him to be a corresponder because that is what he does for a living. <laughs> and he... I'm terrible at that. Did, yeah. Hasn't done anything. Z- zero. Hasn't I sent one email. Inquiry emails. To... I sent so many fucking emails for work. I'm exhausted by the time I'm done doing that. But they should be like second half at this point. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. He probably has like templates. He can emails are the easiest part. Phone calls are 
Horrendous. I do phone no, calls I too. Email. All right, phone calls are bad. Email's the worst. It takes me like 20 minutes to write emails sometimes. I, I mean, I do get a little email. Uh, what, is, what type of emails are these? I just like spend a lot of time. sonnets? <laughs> like, like, how many paragraphs are <laughs> Yeah. I think I just like think I will offend. Email is like easy to offend. Emailing so I try, is real. Yeah, so I try not to offend because I get easily offended by emails. Well, that's your fucking problem. Well, yeah, it is. Was <laughs> question on the Good Enough podcast? Was this a bad idea? <laughs> Sean and Sarah seem to be adversarial about the wedding, but I, this could be a therapy session. That could be the mediator. We have a lot to fucking hash out. This is actually good. This is healthy. Talk about is- any issues you have with wedding planning, both of you. I mean, and I'll be the mediator. Because I have one word, and it has that's a lot. Five syllables. syllables. Chrysanthemum. Videographer. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck videographers. I want nothing to do with them. I don't want them in my wedding. Fair. I have two words. Budget police. Budget police. (laughs) Wish we had a drop button. I just just, don't see any fucking need for it. Alright, how many times are you going to watch your wedding? Zero. One. The first time it's there. On your anniversary, you watch it. You know how many... (laughs) videos I've watched that haven't been out of hate. <laughs> Zero. Every time I watch a hate wedding watch. video, I'm like, wow, they look like fucking assholes. Okay. Counterpoint. Sarah. I can agree to all of this. <laughs> it's just, I feel like everyone that I've talked to that hasn't done it has regretted it later. Okay. And those people are assholes. So no, they're not. You're, you're getting opinions from assholes. Right. But, but you brought up a point earlier which I disagree with, but I want to hear your take. Mm-hmm. Your children will want to watch it. Yeah. And will they? I mean, to be honest, <laughs> this is my question. If my parents had a video... If we had daughters, they would want to watch it. Wow. I, now we're becoming... Do you think yeah, my sister would have given a fuck about my parents? When she was a child, maybe. A child. So we have, like, a three-year window. <laughs> I'm watching <laughs> Sarah's <laughs> argument... So I could be born and die with it. a three-year window that we are I don't have teasing. a strong argument for why I want this. <laughs> I don't want this shit at all. Alright, as a mediator, I, this is unbiased. I have to side with Sean. He, yes! He, he, <laughs> he fought a little harder on this I fought. Yeah, he cares so more against than I care for. So yeah. It's not even about the money. It's about just... The practicality. The fucking... I won't, I I won't watch your video. No, I don't, I don't want you to. Because I'll be there. And I'll, yeah. I have a brain, don't watch my video. I have a brain camera. If that video gets on Facebook, please don't watch it. If I see a like Winston Jones, I'll be like, fuck you. I'll send you a text message. You can message. break my phone if you want. Yeah. I won't watch it. I'll be, you're either there or you're not. Do you not watch I don't want random people who weren't at my wedding there. It's like, like you know? You were either part point. of the moment or you were A lot of my mom's family won't be there. Brum, 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 brum. Well. Wow. He gave the wealth. Mm, well, that's too bad. That's what he wants to say. I mean, uh, my counter argument would be, we are getting married in Spain and you are on board with this. And yeah. there's, there's the good and the bad of that, right? Okay, I'm done with this argument. Wedding! Videographer argument closed. So what else, what other arguments do we have? That's Let it loose. Really. This is, I'm playing fake mediator. <laughs> no, I think we're good. Okay. With wedding planning. I think that's really it. I mean, as long as she's not mad for me for not doing really anything. What other gripes in general do you have, Sean? Unrelated to wedding. <laughs> let's let's dive. Like, I, I want to take advantage of this time we have you on. I want to like really dive Expose in. Expose him. Expose him. I think all her gripes are superficial. They don't actually exist. No, because Sean's the best. Perfect. I recently yes. heard a story where Sean 
forced Sarah to speak in her sleep because he farted so bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And as a man, like, there's a lot of, like, guy stories where they're like, oh, I can't sleep with my fiancé, my girlfriend, my wife, because they take up the whole bed. Yes, we bring a I lot, do that. We bring a lot of negatives to the table. Just like, farting in the bed. That's our, that's our like, defense mechanism. Like, yeah. Skunk. It's basically like he shits at the bed. <laughs> <laughs> she got vivid with it, um, which I appreciated. Painted a better picture. I, mm-hmm. I don't shit. I, like, play a trauma. I don't actually shit. You smell. <laughs> I'm very clear here. You, your farts are, like. They do smell kind of bad. They are, like, the closest thing to a solid. It was Guatemala. It got me good. That's why yeah, I keep saying you need to take probiotics. Wait, have you been bad since Guatemala? Uh, I He's think so. Fucked up ever since, yeah. Is there a, like a, a line that you crossed from a fart standpoint? Probably, yeah. I Whoa. think I had a tapeworm after that. Wait, can Sarah, we talk about no. how everyone got sick? Everybody. Everyone got sick. And we found out late. We thought it was just like our group of friends, but no, it everybody. was like everybody. We talked to other people. The whole wedding. No, I like. I, it sounds bad, but I want to have that experience with my fiance. Like, not necessarily, like, both of us just... We joked... And it brings you so close oh, yeah, we when joked. you're both just in a bad way. When it happened, we joked. It was like, yeah, and now we know a lot about each other. Because, like, one person would go to the bathroom in, like, a small hotel room and it would just be, like, you know... You, yeah. The noises. Yeah, you and hear the sounds. And you get close. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, basically, if we we're going to rewind a little bit, what happened is we went to Guatemala, a few of us, Sarah included, and some friends, and to my sister's wedding, and... There was some food clearly at the wedding that uh, people ate, and everyone got sick. Like, a lot of people got sick. American. All the Americans. Yeah, all the Americans. Can you, can you identify what it was? We think it was a soup. Which and, like, the like, thing that they say is, like, you shouldn't drink the water. And, like, obviously this is a broth, so it's, like, obviously water-based. Water, but it's boiled. Yeah, I don't know. So that was the theory, because all of the cuisine at the wedding... Was, was at the hotel we were... At the hotel, so the hotel food was fine. Week. And then the one meal was like, oh, we're going to do a lunch that was like... Off the... Right, exactly. So that's how we think everyone got sick. And so we all got sick, so there was a group of five of us. All of us got sick. Uh, and then I've seen some of my sister's friends since the wedding, you know, in passing. Like, oh, whatever. And, like, we've all been like, oh, my God. So I was so sick. It was kind of like... To a lesser degree, or no, a bigger degree, our seasickness. Yeah, well, our seasickness sick. lasted for four hours. Yeah, this was this well, was yeah a month week. This was a bad. week. We were wow. sick. Like uh, we went to Belize after we were sick, sick the whole time. It was like better. Through. We were functioning. Like it wasn't yeah. like we were at, that, at that point. But, you both kind of looked at each other and were like, "I'm marrying this person because <laughs> hey, I still want to see their face after after I've just taken seven evacuated six. my system." <laughs> Four hours. That's love. That's love mm-hmm. to yeah. some degree. So, all right, let's move on to from the shitting, shitting and marriage <laughs> counseling from people that aren't married yet. To what's what's hot right now? Is it the Bachelorette? Sarah, what are you going to do for your bachelorette party? I don't know. Oh, I didn't even mean that. I meant the show. But uh, oh, the what, are you doing for your, what are you doing for your bachelorette? I don't know. Party. I haven't decided yet. I have. Can I, tell you I have the, a bit of time. Can I tell you the the red light cities, aka the no nos? Mm-hmm. For a man seeing his fiance go to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Vegas, Miami. Mm-hmm. Please don't go there. No, I'm all set. They're scary spots for the prospective bachelor. I also think we are getting married in a in a foreign country. 
So like to ask, then ask people, hey, oh yeah, can you go on that. another trip for me in the same year? <laughs> I kind of. It's a little much. It's a little be like, hey, you know all that work and time that you're gonna put into going to my wedding. Can you also do that for my goddamn bachelorette? Are you gonna make it like extension of your actual wedding? Like, I have three... thought of that, but I don't think I will because then you, people have to get there early and like then it's like the day before. Like, say if we have our rehearsal dinner on like the Thursday and yeah. so on the Wednesday, and do I really feel like being hung over his balls for the oh, rehearsal yeah, yeah, dinner? Yeah, you need yeah. recovery time. You need to be okay. Should be separate, I think. That's fair. Are you excited for your bachelor party? I am. It's in uh, New, New Orleans. Orleans, end of September. It actually got planned. I didn't think it was going to get planned um, due to the babies and shit, mm-hmm. which apparently get in the way of. Stuff, uh, <laughs> fun stuff. Uh, I'm excited. I I've been to New Orleans twice in one month, and haven't gone back because mm-hmm. it's a horrible but also amazing city. That's the best way I can describe it. It's horrendous, but you'll have a blast. Is it like Vegas outside? It's Vegas, but like dirtier and more dangerous. Mm. <laughs> That's kind of what I want. Yeah. It's like you can do what you want. Like you can. You can have a relatively peaceful time, you yeah. can see things, you can enjoy the culture, you can have a debaucherous time. Open, like, you can just, it's open carry, I, in both ways. Oh, you, Alcohol you, and guns. Oh, well, that's a perfect mix. That seems like a scary yep. mix. You can have in one hand a hurricane, and your other hand your pistol, which is ideal. Um, my least favorite part about New Orleans, it's not, it's not the danger, it's not the drinking, it's not mm-hmm. the... You know, walk the lack of it closing at any point. It's this one spot called uh, Crystals. It's the end of Bourbon Street. It is suit. It's a beautiful spot. A beautiful placement mm-hmm. to place this little spot. So you go down Bourbon Street. It's not very long. You go to every bar. You mm-hmm. drink a Hurricane or Hank. Terrible name, by the way, for a drink in New Orleans. Good point. Hurricane. Yeah. Should change that. <laughs> um, you you get one of those. You get a couple of those at each spot. You're feeling pretty good walking down the street. And there's this place called Crystals. It's a bootleg. Keep in mind what I'm saying a bootleg version of. It's a bootleg White Castle. Ooh. White Castle in itself is an embodiment of bootleg. Yeah. And this is a bootleg version of that. And it's so what do like they serve? Cat? Mini burger. Did <laughs> <laughs> you say cat? Cat? Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen any free roaming cats in the world in my time there. Could be. Could be. But there's those little square burger patties and like <laughs> 20 packs and you like six dollars for like 36 burgers and some shit and you get that at the end and you are to go back to our previous conversation you are shitting your brains out and it I happened just, to me every night i don't know how i so why would you go to crystals every <laughs> yeah. night because you're like it's the only thing that's really open and it's very open it's extremely open and so you're like it's 4 a.m and i'm starving you gotta go to crystals you have nowhere else to go so you guys are going to crystals we're gonna go to crystals at least two times and we're there too. So it's almost like the uh, Domino's outside of the Roadhouse Inn. How many times? I felt like we lived in it. I felt like I spent more time in that Domino's than anywhere else in Rhode Island. Or, yeah, Rhode Island. Newport? Yeah, we went to Newport for our bachelor party, but we really went to we Domino's. We were in Domino's. We, we really just, went to we Domino's. We went to Domino's on the side of the road. I had a lot of fun at that bachelor party. It was very bizarre. I had a weirdly fun time. Because that room was... It was Terrible. arguably the worst hotel room I've ever stayed in. Yeah. So That was bad. The, my bachelor... Well, I'm putting it in the hands of our good pals, Mac and Matt. Matt will do a good job. Mac, I have zero faith in you. Sean! I hope you're listening. What do you mean, Sean? (laughs) Mac, my best man. A brother than me. I have very little faith in you. (laughs) Do you usually talk to your listeners? We we talk to our pals. Yeah, I mean... Former guests. 
You would assume that they would occasionally call us out, like, hey, like, I heard you said something. Never. Yeah, no one listens to this. It's just Win and I. It's just us talking to yeah. the clouds. And then just putting it online so people can upload it. Yeah, occasionally people listen, but you get clicks, man. We do. It doesn't make sense. And the clicks are steady and continue, like, I hear people listen to it. It's crazy. When we're whole, or like with his family, they all, his family listens to it. I have some family members that listen. My dad listened to three episodes he revealed to me. Like very <laughs> random ones, too. He's like, I listen to episode 26. <laughs> episode 7. Like not in order. Like, like I went from 26 to 7 to 41. And I'm like, yo. This, this isn't Pulp Fiction. You're supposed <laughs> to watch it. It's not an anthology <laughs> right. series. This is current events. Motherfucker. <laughs> in each one of them, I say Will Chamberlain's trash, dad. Mm-hmm. Fuck Will Chamberlain. Chumbalin? <laughs> Chumbawumbalin? <laughs> I get knocked down. Great band. Um, oh my god. Alright. Why is... Shout out to Biz. Um, hey, you what? guys met. Yeah, First we time. met. I think I mentioned this last episode, too. I can't let her get too big of a hat. Um, but as a known listener, like, person I didn't know prior... Like, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Um, you had questions you wrote down. Um, we will we'll answer some... Bradley. Sean's reading off a backer receipt upside down with his sunglasses on. So he's struggling to read this. So she asked me some questions. We can we can go through them ad, ad hoc. So we unfortunately have lost lost a dear one at work. And so she asked, what's it like to lose your work bestie? We can all relate in some way. We've all had it happen, right? Sarah, open it up. Guess to the program. What's it like to lose? Uh, or be or loot or be the lost one. Yes. Yeah, I have both. Um, it's happened twice, lost, and I just went with them. <laughs> oh, you, oh my God, literally. that's right. You Both times both you have times. literally gone with them. You yeah. followed them. Yeah. That's smart. They took more, they took me. They were like, you're coming. Sarah's like popular, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't get it. I, I know, neither do I. <laughs> I can't figure it out. I mean, listeners, poll us, write a review, say, is Sarah popular? You can say no. She won't listen or find it. No. No, <laughs> no I won't. <laughs> no, but that no, that's great. Mm-hmm. I that's encourage I've never experienced what you're experiencing. <laughs> <laughs> but my when I left my last job, I I left a, another work bestie there and he said he was like we he, we're, we're breaking up. He's like we're breaking my, up. My work bestie was also a girl. So yeah. it's fine. All right. I mean, yeah. inter- let's, but, let's, let's, while we're on the subject Work wife, work husband dynamics while being engaged. That's a real thing, having a work wife. I don't think it is. You know, Your so work wife can be like a seven year old woman, too, sometimes. I'm not saying it's like a real thing. My old work wife was like a 58 year old woman. I think it helps. <laughs> it's true. Well, I think it's a work thing, right? She took care of me. And then also, like, Sarah and I obviously have each other. And then I think it helped with one of my work friends, oh, both of my close work friends who were girls have either a fiance or yeah, it's a long, long long-term boyfriend. That, I'm not saying both people I'm not saying we're 22 starting. <laughs> right. I'm it's not like, like we're a bunch 30. of single people who are like hormone jacked no, like No, I mean like the real work wife like you, you I look just out don't for like each other. the term I just don't like the term. The term is a little weird. All right. I crossed the line as the mediator. No, you're right. You did. No, we're in agreement. Right. We're against you. So she has <laughs> yeah, So I know you're so I brought I, back together. You're obviously talking about Steve and Sean, right? Am mm-hmm. I allowed to say their names? fine right sure listeners and yeah <laughs> new listeners and so it's fine you by the way you gotta post this on facebook now you're part <laughs> Hell of the, no. not to get too, not to get 
too intertwined in the relationship ship, but like if you can't trust each other at work when they're at their specific job, then when can you trust them? You know what I mean? No, it's it's, it's, a, it's a whole dynamic. It is a weird like, thing because like you see, you spend more time with your work people than, than your right. actual, which is kind of weird. It's if you think so about weird. It. Like, works. Work is so weird. It is weird. Work is a terrible thing. Terrible place. It's a terrible construct. Yeah, it's so... Con- like, you behave so differently in work You're, than, like... It's such a drain on your br- mentality. Yeah, right. Like, what if we just said, you can wear whatever the fuck you want to work, and that's fine. Wear your pajamas. Show up yeah. at 11. Like, like, why do you... Yeah. Get what you need to get done, whatever you need to get done. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what a concept. So, like, we were talking to... So, again, like, my friend's leaving... And we were, like, joking around. I was like, yeah, like, I've probably, like, hung out with you, like, more than, like, most other people besides, like, Sarah and, like, a few other people in the last three years. And I said it jokingly, but then I realized, holy shit, that's actually true. It's because true. you spent yeah. eight hours there. Yeah. And, uh... It's true. Yeah. It, like, it, it's wild because, like, I was at a conference last week, and in my mind, I'm like, all right, I'm going with, like, four coworkers. Like, I'm going to try to separate myself as much as possible to be like, all right, I'm just going to enjoy this experience. And then I just found myself, like, with them all the time. I'm like, yeah. Literally from 9 a.m. to, like, after the conference, and we got dinner, and then we got drinks, and I was like, that was a all whole day. day. That was a whole day with you guys yeah. for three days. Work relationships are weird. It's super weird. And you got to keep that, like, there's a hierarchy depending on who you're with. Right. And then... And know. I'm convinced, like, if you don't have, like, friends at work at least like something that like you can at least go into there and be like hey i've got one or two people who i can mm-hmm. you're Hold done it. yeah you can't why even be there it, it yeah because it, it, it's basically the point that sarah made earlier of like you spend more time with them than anyone else if you don't enjoy that to some degree or you're fake fucked. it you're fucked yeah you're gonna like want to kill yourself yes that was dark. <laughs> yeah. I was I wasn't gonna go that far, but, but yeah. you're yeah. gonna want to hang yourself in the rafters of your cube, and then yeah. and then make make do it late. Do it late so when people come in, right? You want the other people who get there really early to see your hanging corpse. And kind of oh my t- god, we're moving on. <laughs> At that point, you're stinking a little bit because it's been like ten hours, but. Oh. Anyway. Should we move on? Yeah. Second question. <laughs> so we can answer business question. It will be like a breakup. I guess. It's a breakup. It is. You're breaking up. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. So the next question is about LeBron's hair plugs, but like we've, how many answers and questions have there been on this? Can Do I? you even have to go on this? Does he I, have I can, hair plugs? I'm not in I can add an addendum to this to, to like. So you have hair plugs, so we can talk about that. <laughs> As a man with hair plugs. <laughs> um, can I say you have a nice head of hair? Thank you. I so really you. We both do. Yeah. I'll say it. And we're on borrowed time. I'll say it. Also. I feel we're like not. This isn't the, the norm. Here's my here's my statement on that. I feel like by like the early 30s. If you if make you, it. If you. I don't not, know. If not it looks good. good yeah, yeah. We're not going to win. Whatever we hit. <laughs> I feel fairly confident at this point. But you never know. No. I. Alright. They say. Like what is it? Your, your mom's dad? My mom's dad was. Cue ball by like twenty something. Not great for you. No. La- last picture I saw of my mom's dad, um, he passed when I was a little younger. He had a huge fro, gray fro, looked like Frederick Douglass, and that was hopeful. He looked like Frederick Douglass. He used to <laughs> fucking look awesome. It was a, not his face, but the hair. 
By the way, if anyone's ever seen a picture of Frederick Douglass, please Google image a picture of the Frederick Douglass. Who has he not looked... seen that? Everyone's seen that. I don't know. Some people don't know who Frederick Douglass it's is. true. Educate yourself. He looked so he fucking cool. He did. He did he not feel like cool. He looked like Questlove with gray hair. He was going through a lot every day. <laughs> so he probably didn't ever feel cool because he was dealing with too much shit. But Granddad, hey, probably rocked it. Thank God he rocked it because my mom wouldn't have existed. And yeah, that's pretty. Shout awesome. out to that hair because it's the reason I exist. Also, <laughs> I'm worried. What are you worried about? I'm worried about everything like physically at this point because they say like I remember in biology, they were like, all right, once you turn like 30, is when your body like because your, your body rises. Dying. Yeah, and cells stop regen like certain yep. things stop regenerating. Yep. And it just starts declining until you're dead. Mm-hmm. Like once you hit 30. So we're dying. So we're on the downslide now. Yeah. Well, I feel like I've been dying since age four. So, like, you're just telling me something I already knew. <laughs> Sean's ahead of the game. Yeah. Honestly, though, yeah. I was in kindergarten and be like, this is what death feels like. <laughs> School, you mean? You should have kept me in the womb, Mom. If this is what life was like. I just, this is what that, like, I'm having you not play with Legos right now. That is what you're complaining about. This is what death feels like. <laughs> I, now to sync everything together, work is kind of death. Yeah, it's a slow death. It's by, death by a thousand paper cuts. Like every, we're going to go put in our eight to ten hours tomorrow. Right. And, and like, and all tomorrow won't kill you. It won't. It will contribute to your death. Exactly. Like if. If it's like, like, hey, why did Scott like blow his brains out? Oh, it was because of work. Oh, why are bad we day? talking about suicide? <laughs> <laughs> All right, not to say like blow his brains out, but got like an aneurysm at age sixty-six because of so stress. Sarah, when did you? I know you've been seen these podcasts before. They can we, get dark every now. We and go right? from like a bright sun to the darkest of nights in seconds. Yeah, I and mean, I've been around you both enough to know. <laughs> mood swings. <laughs> Heavy mood swings. I'm yeah. never okay. Um, yeah, no, so I, I think about that all the time at work. I'm just like, every day I'm here, is that like contributing to like, when I'm 82? And I was going to be like, man, like June 6, 2018. What the fuck was I doing? What were you doing? And the answer is you won't know, but you know you were at work and you know you hated I it. I knew I spent 8 to 10 hours at work <laughs> yeah. that day. And it's grinded. Like, it's like that office. Have you ever seen Office Space? Who are you oh. here? Is anyone? Yes. No. I've seen Office Space. I the depressing but important movie. I remember for a while, Office Space convinced me I never wanted to work in an office, which obviously That's was why? the most unrealistic goal to ever have. It's hard. But regardless, I mean, the fa- famous scene is she, he is in the psychiatrist, or he's like a, yeah, a psychiatrist-like office, and essentially says, every single day that I live, that is the worst day of my life. So that every day that you see me, I'm literally going through the worst day of my life. <laughs> and that is probably the darkest... That's one of the toughest quotes to hear. <laughs> Again. Could you imagine every day waking up and be like, I'm is about it... to go through the worst day of my life? Oh, my and God. Then, and then they ask him, he's like, so is today the worst day of your life? He's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> there are, like, I, I think about that often. Like, my days are good. In, like, grand, in the grand scheme, when you think about all 7.5 billion people on the planet you have it pretty good yes yeah. i get that but in your own perspective in your own like your your lows and your, your highs you're generally in the lower scale 
Like, because you work. So you guys are depressed. No, no, we're not depressed. (laughs) Let's not get hasty. (laughs) Like, we're like we, we're not like oh god, every day is a struggle, depressed. We could be like, this isn't perfect. Life could be better. Like, granted, both both of us are doing no, no. Sarah's shaking her head. No, we have like, and Sarah included, like we have like the part of life that's very important, like your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, we have that person, and mm-hmm. they're there, and they're, like, your sounding board, and your support, mm-hmm. and your love, and your person mm-hmm. makes you happy. Mm-hmm. But there's other parts of life that, like, when we're not with you, where yeah. we're just like, shit, yeah. is, am I having fun? <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm not with, like, with you guys, I'm not with other friends, I'm not with my fiancé, I'm not, like... I was on a flight from Baltimore to... How'd you feel now? I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) How'd you feel? How do I feel on the tee? When I go home and I have my headphones in, like, I'm just gonna be like... Why did I do Why? Why did I just go through what I just went through? Why? I'm having fun right now, (laughs) but I will regret this (laughs) in, like, an hour. So, I have to give you you some feedback. (laughs) You guys spend so much fucking time bitching. About literally nothing, no problem. I just complain about being on a flight. You know, you know when you make fun of me about white girl problems or whatever you're talking. Well, you have about? a lot of white girl problems. Yes, but I hear your white girl problems. You guys, like the big crumb room wasn't warm enough today. <laughs> Not true. Hello, man. First of all, I don't like Bikrams. So I don't eat Bikrams. Oh, but <laughs> the two of you can't say anything because this podcast has spent complaining about literally nothing. I mean, we once spent half of the podcast complaining about AC drip. That was, yes. And know, then you moved on to how much you hate summer gets, and the beach. And I, that's when I stopped listening to It's podcasts. almost our yearly, Because I, I was like, summer. I get this lot. I get this live every day. So. It's, almost, it's, great. it's almost our annual fuck the beach episode. Right. It's coming up. We're approaching it's, we're, like, we're like two weeks away from the fuck the beach episode. We've done it a couple times already. This one gets Can me I mad. just say something real quick? You can do it now. Fuck the beach. Fuck the motherfucking beach. Look, what's the point of it? How sand, many times do you want cold. to drink warm beer with sand in it? I yeah. love hey, the beach. Hey, let's go read I a book by the it. beach. Hey, the sun is Can't see the pain. Can't in my see face. the words because I can't see things. I'm sweating. I get fucking caging on the beach within 30 minutes. He like, I'm just getting. That's like, my max fancy. on the beach. That's my max. If if you could put me on the beach for twenty eight minutes, you better minutes. bring a game. I want I like a I football like games, or maybe like, a oh, frisbee. Even so, like what? Yeah. The sand's too hot. Yeah, you gotta be in the water. The yeah, water's I, too cold. There's nothing worse than beaches that the sand's too hot and the water's too cold. Kill. It's like fuck. Put me in the car. Only you two could put me in the car. This much about the beach. Put me- <laughs> I'll be in the car. I'll see you in a few hours. I'll sleep. Yeah. I love the beach. Lock the car. Put the car. Turn Kill. it on. Let's keep let's... the carbon dioxide on. <laughs> if I die, I die. You're not. You're I just... know we're talking about suicide again, and that's oh the point. Oh my god. We're just fucking with you, Sarah. Sorry, that that was not on purpose. That was dark. You guys. It's are... been darkness. All right, let's move to a positive. What's the last question? Last question from. Are us. we moving to Southie? Who? Ashley Bizarro is asking. Me and you? No, I think just so everyone. Like, everybody. Is everybody moving to Southie? Well, that's not Brookline, so... If Southie was in Brookline, I'd move there. What do you <laughs> not want to move to Southie for? Anything? Uh, history. Bussing, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I yeah, yeah, no. But, like, it's, it's clearly a very new Southie. In Southie's defense. It's... I don't know if it's a good Southie. 
but it's not the Southie of old. That's it's, fair. Mark Wahlberg's not throwing rocks at Vietnamese kids. I forgot that he did that. He did that. Sarah gave a weird look. What did he do? Oh. He, yeah, he like once beat the fuck out of a Vietnamese Is person he from in Boston. Southie? He's from Boston, South Dorchester, Boston. I think, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But he like was. He's apologized to the guy a few times, but it doesn't really matter. He's, I don't. I think he was he a kid? kid? No, he was like an old guy, I think. Yeah, and I think no, the guy lost was an eye. He a kid when he did it. I think he's yeah, like a he was teen. Yeah. yeah. The guy lost an eye. Jeez. I can see Mark Wahlberg getting. He's a little yeah. rougher around the edges. Wasn't great with the black people either. Is that true too? He, I mean, he put the, the whooping on a Vietnamese guy. Well, yeah, I assume if you're going to beat the fuck out of a Vietnamese person, you probably also have questionable views on other things as well. Yeah, but like, I, once I like heard, like when I was in my last days, since you gave your old job, my last days at Bain, I had old coworkers that were like living in Southie, and they said that as they were like walking to the bus to like go to work, they would see like 11-year-old kids at the liquor store just like saying like, hey, F you. F word, disparaging word for a homosexual person. And they're just like, whoa, wow, whoa! Hey. Like an 11 year old would say that. And you're like, oh, there's some hints of like old Southie here. Oh, uh, yeah, that's but still there. It's still there, but it's mostly like young, recently graduated yeah. college kids from like a strong school. And. So, should we move to Southie? I think we should. Okay. I'll uh, add the. Ver- I'll. Increase the diversity percentage significantly. Yeah. Especially you, my fiance with you, half Puerto yeah. Rican in her. Like, that's a good 30% right there. Yeah, I'll, they'll write an article about me. Like, the, king, the king of Southie. And I'll just throw him. He's in bed by 9.30 p.m. <laughs> He's in his house by 9.30 p.m. He doesn't like loud music. <laughs> you <laughs> would be such, like, the old man of your neighborhood. Hey! <laughs> Knock it off! Knock off this racket! <laughs> yeah. Um, it's Sunday at 3. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday. My fun is taking a nap. No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just. What's I the next know. spot for all of us? The cul-de-sac. Well. The cul-de-sac. Have we ever talked about the cul-de-sac on the uh, podcast? I don't think we have. Have the women bought in the cul-de-sac? Are no. you in on the cul-de-sac? I don't think it matters if they no. do. So we have an idea for, for a cul-de-sac. It's a big idea. And we're at minute 57 right now, and I feel like this is the type of conversation we have in minute three. We want everyone to hear this. I want people to hear this. But we will talk about this now, this and is a, maybe next episode. This is a preview for the cul-de-sac yeah. episode. So, yeah. It's important. Good point. Maybe next episode's cul-de-sac. We can do like a... This is the pre-cul-de-sac episode. Next episode on Good Enough oh, Podcast. Cul-de-sacs. It's <laughs> not what I'm changing our podcast. <laughs> the cul... I mean, if we had like five dudes on it, and we called it the cul-de-sacs, that is so be, lame. Like a testicles. No, no, no testicle jokes. We are 30 years old. Fuck. You can't make testicle jokes. You're right. You're right. right. I recognize that one. I mean, so I, I swung hard. Yeah. So anyways, we want to live on a cul-de-sac. So there's like four houses there. In a U-turn. In a U-turn. You have more than four people living on this, though. Five. It doesn't matter. We'll say five. We'll say five. One at the end and two on each side. And the whole idea is we all have basements and they have tunnels that connect to the middle of the cul-de-sac in an underground lair that is a big just hangout area. I'll make it an inappropriate joke and call it the new underground railroad. <laughs> I, um, you know how you make jokes about Steph Curry and other people? Khaki who, pants, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, these are things I can't say. But and I can't coin the phrase new we'll underground We'll call it the road. UR. 
the U R. Or University just call it the cul-de-sac. Rochester. Rochester. Well, talk about the underground because like our families live in the above ground. Right. In like our, that's assuming you still have or have families when you. Well, have we've made the joke where we spent our so wives much. and children will live there. So, anyways, we, yeah, we're just gonna have this huge hand area in the middle of the cul-de-sac underground. It's like it's own, it's own so house. you'll be mole people. Yeah, well, that's fine. <laughs> it could cave in on us. Here's the thing. <laughs> Give me one good reason to hang out outside at all. It's true. Go. Vitamin D. Vitamin D? We can get lights. Yeah, exactly. Those, like, sun... Phosphorus lights. We'll get the like weed smoking lights or the oh, weed growing lights. Oh, those will probably be in there anyways, <laughs> depending on who's <laughs> in your cul-de-sac. I mean, I don't really think any of us really smoke pot. To like a, a dangerous degree where we'll need like... A... Right, where we need fucking... But it'll be a couple days where you won't see us. Yeah. And be like, all right, do we got the kids at sleepaway camp? People are gonna be like, oh, is it gonna be like a man cave? And my answer is no. I don't want it to be a man no, cave. No, we won't have like a foosball table, bars. I want like, obscure things in there. Like I a, don't know what. Like a replica. I thought you were doing this like a, a different truck. episode. Are you? Well, yeah, let's keep going now. I'm, I'm on roll <laughs> I also feel good about it. So, so I don't want it to be too cliche. I don't want it to be like a goddamn frat house. Mm-mm. Like, I don't want it to be fucking Animal House. Anymore. I didn't even live in that ever. So. Right. So we need to make it interesting, obscure, still something you want to spend a good amount of time in. What's something weird you could throw in there that's, like, nice but also weird? I don't know. That's not, the thing. Not like a poster. Just no. like a... A poster? This thing sounds... Totally. <laughs> Sounds like you're just going to hang out in a hole. How many TVs are there? Um, I want a different TV from every single decade over the last eight, 80 years. So you want like the projection TV yeah. with the antenna? Yeah. You want like the, the ultimate, like the curve Yeah, we're TV. only going to use one of them. But the other ones are just around? Yeah, it would be cool. Design flaws. <laughs> All right. um, so already this place. Posters. <laughs> posters, five TVs. Four of them don't work. <laughs> it doesn't connect to the USB. This it has a VC- hanging out in a hole. It has a VCR. So we'll have a bar. We'll have a bar that's like, we're not going to have like that bar. It's no, like, it's not going to be that cool. Great goose. In yeah, and we're going to have two types of liquors and three types of beers. We that's have, it. Yeah, the Bud Lights that are just like for the casual. Right. That'll probably be a daily thing. Then we have like the IPAs that are like weekends. I like IPAs. Kids asleep, wife's napping, drinking wine. I don't know. Why is everyone sleeping? <laughs> but you wait for what the. What time are you going to this lair? Well, we have like walk- <laughs> we have walkie talkies <laughs> or like some sort. I think we have some sort of monitoring system. I just like the idea of like, hey, do you want to watch this random game? And we're just there. We'll like, be there yeah, in a minute. We don't have to go to a bar ever. Yeah. We'll never go to the bar. This is preventing us from going out. Because you have your own bar. Yes, and each other, and like company, and like takes. That's all we need. Mm-hmm. There'll be how many laptops are down there? We'll be like a command center of some sort. Yeah. We need we need files. This is <laughs> is that a thing? That's Can a it thing. operate its own separate home? That's yeah. Question. Files. The, our own homes won't have That's files. A good point. Who pays the, for the electricity? Yeah. Power five. <laughs> Power <laughs> ten. <laughs> Power ten. <laughs> My electric bill was six thousand dollars this month. How was mine was fine. I think that was all your place, man. No, no, I'm pretty sure I'm paying all of it. Paying for the basement. Power five will handle it. No, no, man. I think that's just your house. Do we just pull all expenses in the cul-de-sac? I think so. 
So it's like a so all, it's a convent. A, a commune. Yeah, a commune. Not a commune. <laughs> all right. So wait, what's the difference between a commune? Like, what is a commune? Well, we're like a socialized area of like we're we're sharing everything. But we bring it to our own homes. Like, but the income, like, money is divvied up equally. No, we have one bank account. The ten of us. <laughs> I'm out. As a one individual, we're rich I as fuck. I will not purchase But as ten individuals, we're like, we're doing That's all right. That's the thing. One person can really drag you down. <laughs> <laughs> then we get, we get Mac. Who I would be honest, like, if, and this is no offense to stay-at-home fathers or mothers, but... If there's one of us, they really bring, they really fucking bring. But us they also down. have a lot of responsibility in bringing. That's true. Stuff. They have to. They have to raise all of our children. They're a babysitter. So listen, if you're going to be in our um, commune, you have to be a parent. Yeah, to, to everybody. Everyone. I like it. This is fucking. Great. I haven't seen a flaw. I have seen zero. What's I your have issue a million. with it? <laughs> How many flaws do you have? Name three right Tell now. Tell me what. Yeah. What's your main flaw? All right. Besides the taxes, because I'm confused on that. <laughs> we'll deal with that when we get there. Go. Uh, distraction. Distraction of what? Like, you're, all these children that you're apparently having. <laughs> all right. Say all three of us have three kids. That's 15 kids. Yeah, that's a kids. lot. Or all five of us have three kids. So, so we have kids. two stay-at-home people. Does that mean two? Fifteen kids? Yeah, they'll be fine. They'll just put them in the As basement area and close it off. At a certain point, they'll raise themselves. Yeah. Okay. Like, like once you get like a ten-year-old, they're sec- they're third in command, and then they yeah it all starts piling on. You keep talking about flaws. I see zero of them. So who's gonna be the leader? Like the cult leader? We're not a cult. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. This is not a cult. Wow. So, like, but that uh, communes and cults, that's a slippery yes. slope, my friend. If TLC offers us a TV contract, I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but if they want to get income. If they want to pay for our electricity and our groceries yeah. and stuff, they'll. Our $1,100 electricity bill. For just the. Right. Just the basement. Just the basement. I mean, the closest thing to this is when we lived in Drexel Arms. Like, that was... That was a little weird. There was a lot of different types of people living in there. By the way, you know the finals are on? Who's winning? Uh, LeBron threw it off the backboard to himself and dumped it. No, he didn't. Who does that in the finals? Yeah, I think he stopped caring. Um, Wait, I just want to get a live reaction to this. Because it's a Steph Curry commercial. I'm like, let's watch. Let's watch. This is why. This isn't really a good play for him. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> Who's winning? Oh my god! That's god, he's awesome. What? That was. And he clearly did that on purpose. That was dope as fuck. So Holy he's shit. like the best player ever. Um. You think? Hey, let's end oh. on that. Sarah, go on. Do you think he's the best I, I, player? I'm asking. I'm asking. I don't. I think now, like for a while, I was always like, no. He's like, it's, it always goes Jordan, Jordan Lebron. I, I definitely, and we've had this conversation before. If anyone is arguing that the order doesn't go at least in Jordan Lebron in some order, one two, I'm I'm not even going to listen to him. I mean, who name who? name a person in history who's better than Lebron James? And there's hey. only one you can think Jordan. of. Jordan, that's it. Like. It, and like all the clips, all the things you've read, analytics, like better overall. There's one name that competes with it, Jordan. Yep. And I will. And it's tough. Like even Jordan is just like, oh man, you're also just six six and two fifteen. Mm-hmm. LeBron Very is six cute. nine and two sixty five. 
and can do shit that we just saw, throw it in the back. Jordan can do that too, but. I mean, I think Jordan obviously was a more prolific scorer, but Jordan, LeBron is better at every other aspect. Of the yep, better. I mean, Jordan's a good defender. Yeah. Um, but better passer, better rebounder, better like at the rim defender. Sarah? Yeah, I don't know. I Perfect. can't. I can't fact check you. I think yeah. Here's here's the argument that I always make against our generation judging this argument in the sense of we watched like old man Jordan. We did. We watched like '96 to '99, and then Wizards Jordan. Yeah. I remember watching Utah Jazz and the Bulls Jordan. He was still completely dominant. Absolutely, Unstable. but I don't remember watching '87 averaging 35 points a game. Jordan. That was a different Jordan. You know, and so, like, my point is, like, it's kind of hard for us to sit here and say, oh, well, like, LeBron's really... LeBron had bad years, too. Or not bad, but, like, years we didn't think he was in. But, like, we... I don't think we were able to appreciate the full Jordan because there was so many different kind of phases of the first three-peat, the second three-peat, the before the first three-peat where he was just a fucking absolute one-man wrecking Monster. crew. The first Jordan I remember was 93. Like, kind of remember. See, I, like, I don't. I, I wasn't, like, intently watching, but I remember he was just, like, unstoppable, and, like, no one wanted to watch him. Because it was like, oh, man, he's playing the Knicks, or, like, magic, they're going to win, and he's going to score a 1,000 points. And I was like, I don't want to watch it. That was the point, like, I mean, for a little kid, but you don't want to watch it because you know a guy's just going to win and be good. That means something. Yeah. Yeah, I, it, it, it's weird. I think the only people who can really judge this are people who watch them both. But the problem is the people who watch them both My are father. probably old and probably like, oh, well, Who's Bill that? Russell's better. Bill Russell went against, you know the guy that dropped off, you don't know him, but he dropped off your mail today. <laughs> and Bill Russell went against that guy in the basketball court <laughs> every night. And Will, Will Chamberlain went against, went against the guy that dropped off milk. He, he scored a hundred, everyone's like, he scored a hundred points. He scored a hundred points in Hershey, Pennsylvania. You know how many points I would score against a set of sixth graders right now? If you gave me 48 minutes? <laughs> how many points I would score? Sixth graders? Not good sixth graders. Pick out like a bad group of sixth graders. How many points would I score? Not 100, but close. 48 minutes? Yeah. That's make 50 layups. And then free throws. I think I can do Let's it. Let's do this. <laughs> Social experiment. The Good Enough Podcast is going to a local middle school. <laughs> and we are going to try to score 100 points in a game. Sean and I are going to go against a pack of nine sixth graders. No, no, four. We're going to have four, four on our team. We're going to, to go against five. And we're going to try to score 100 points. Well, we need to have one person try to score 100 points. Okay. Are you on my team? Are we on each other's team? Or are we both doing this individually? You can try to go for 100. No, no, no. I think we have to come up with a clear strategy. All right. Someone's trying to score 100. Okay. And it's not going to be me, because you're obviously way better than I am in this sport. But I need someone to, like, because it, it relies on the, yeah, I have to rely on someone to pass me the ball. This is a the group of just four scallywags out there. So it's what you're trying up. to say is we need to find a group of five sixth graders, and then it's going to be me, you, and then I think the other thing is we need three other sixth graders on our team. We need to three sixth graders. Yeah. And, like, and we need to try to get you to score 100 points. I think I can do it. Like, if they foul me, I think I get some free throws. We need reps of this game, too. Fuck. They can score more than 100. 48 minutes? 48? You know what I mean? This is weird. <laughs> Don't do this. All right. We shouldn't patrol a middle school and All say right. we We're in an hour 10. We should probably stop. But the Sarah episode is live and official. I think this was actually a great episode. Sarah, you should be a recurring guest. Maybe. Permanent? 
I mean, we have no idea how the mic situation is. Probably no. It one sounds does. horrible. I know I'm louder than everyone because the mic is right here. Yeah, and I'm sitting really far back. This Where's the bad. other mic? Wait, 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 no, Sarah. No, what no. song should we pick for the podcast? Your pick. Oh God. Rodeo Clowns by Jack Johnson. That was a joke. What's your oh, favorite? I was like, I don't know what song. What's that your is. favorite song at the moment? What did you listen to last that like made you happy? Mm. <laughs> now you're comfortable sharing. So I really like the song that Sean really hates. What's that? Let's play it. Broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> oh, the broccoli. Yeah, with a uh, little yachty in it. Who yeah. the fuck is little yachty? Is that <laughs> I don't know who sings it on. All right, we're going to play broccoli for it to open this up. Let's do it. All right. Hey. Peace, guys. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, for joining. Bye. Thanks, listeners. Love you. Bye.